Okay, so I'm going to be doing my card test um, for the Fallout Crash with my podcast. My sports shows actually have three of them talking. Look at the sugar levels. So the 10 sources that I originally had were Nazella, Chicago Tribune, Readers.com, Health.us.news.com, Livestrong.com, NutritionFacts.org, um, for setup, Healthline.com, Scopelab.sanford.edu. So basically, um, I so the, so those are the ten sources, but I've cut it down to the sources: Newzella.com, ChicagoTribune.com, Reuters.com, Health. No, Newzella.com, ChicagoTribune.com, um, Lewstrong.com, NutritionFacts.org. Just for some interesting insight. Um, and Scopelab.sanford.edu. And um. So, so that, so those are the five sources, so now I'm basically going to take you through the card test. So first, Newzella. So for Newzella, I give that, um, kind of like a full card because my A is kind of half and half, but for my C, it's pretty current, May 20, 2018. I, I can't have my currency, like, going to be, like, super huge because scientists could find, like, new details and new things um, about that to see, like, whether it turns healthy or not, so... It's, that's okay, it's like a little more than a year, but, um, it's a bit more than a year, but, um, so I give that a C, and then for an A for author, I couldn't really find a lot on the author, so I thought it was kind of half and half on it, but I did find that she's been, like, in a lot of, she's been, like, CNN, like, a bunch of newspapers and stuff, so it's quickly read to you, because newspapers are okay so newspapers she has been in were like um the Dinolian Star, the Toronto Star, like she's in CNN that's not a newspaper, but the New York Times, the LA Times, some bunch of like really um uh like common newspapers. Oh, she's also been the Washington Post and like a lot more. And then and it says on her website that like she writes on a bunch of human interest stories for the upside section, which might be one of the places that she's mainly doing it now. And then um okay, so that was and then for R and P for reliability and purpose point of view. Um it was pretty balanced and not biased and if they were trying to sell me something that it then it wasn't clearly stated. So that was Nuzella, and then, um, so that was Nuzella, and then we also have the next one, which is ChicagoTribune.com, and, um, for Chicago Tribune, um, I just want to say I'm not going to be releasing the A because it was also made by Mario Schaefer, so that I don't really feel like I have to explain that too much. Um, but for C for Currency is also published on May 11, 2018, which is also pretty current. And then for RMP, again, it was balanced not biased. It was, um, um, it was balanced not biased. It was, like, if they were charged with something that it was not clearly stated at all. And so that was the Chicago Tribune. And then the third website that I have was Livestrong.com. I give that one a full card because I could find so much information on that, like, for C. It was updated in, like, September 13, 2019, like, a few months ago. It was by Sarah Lindbergh, and then it has, like, this, and it was reviewed by Lindsay Elizabeth Fowl, 
is an msrd cssd lb slash n and um so, so sarah lindberg who wrote this is a b.s. um m.ed dot she's a freelance writer focusing on health and fitness and she holds a bachelor's degree of science and exercise science, master's degree in counseling. Her work is published in literature on men's health, writers world by the magazine. She knows healthlineact.com, healthyway, yahoo, health, body, bodybuilding.com, and many more. And then for Lindsay Elizabeth Pafau, um, who is the person that reviewed this, she is an MSRD, CSSD, and is a registered dietitian and board certified specialist in sports uh, dietetics. She's the owner of Rise Up Nutrition Tahom, which is a virtual nutrition consulting services for runners of all age seeking to optimize performance and prevent or reverse disordered eating. She also like um there's a lot of five K runs, ten K runs to help like diseases. Okay, so I so this is like kind of like the second part of my carb test because um the other one just five minutes long and I had more to add. But, um, so let's just keep on going. So I told you about the author, the, the currency last time for Livestrong.com. Now I'm going to be talking about the RNP. So basically it is, again, balance not biased. And it is, um, not trying to sell me something. And if it was, then it definitely was not stated clearly. And then, um, also, yeah, so that was that. And then. So, for my fourth website that I was looking at, which is, uh, it was called NutritionFacts.org. I give this an R and a P. Oh, this is NutritionFacts.org for pop, but for R and a P, um, I didn't find anything for A, because it was, like, um, it was by someone who's, like, a volunteer for this website named Linda, and there's so many Lindas in the world. Couldn't find that at all. And then for C, it didn't even say when it was published, so I couldn't find that. But for RMP, again, it was balanced out by Stanford was trying to sell me something that it wasn't clearly stated. So was that? And then my fifth one was um, the one called, it was called, um, it's called skillblog.stanford.edu. So this one, I gave it um, an ARP pretty much because for C for currency, it was updated September 27, 2010, which is like. Oh, and a half and a half A for carp, um, for the ARP, but, um, I give it, I, it was published, like, September 27, 2010, that's, like, such a wide gap from now, so it's, like, 10 years from now, so that's, like, a long gap, and that's a gap that, like, where scientists could have found some things, um, for that, but that, and then, but, um, that was that, and then for A, there's name, someone named Leah Steakley, I couldn't find any credits or background information, but what I could find is that she was, like, she was, like, on the Medicine X kickoff for, like, 2015, and then, um, yeah, and then she has, like, a bunch of articles that she's written, like, optimizing work breath for health, job satisfaction, productivity, sleep deprivation, and stress among factors contributing to smoking relapse after childbirth, um, taking breaks for physical activity may benefit children's long-term health, like, this is, um, like, there are many more, but that's just some of them. And so those are my five, um, websites for the CARP test, and that was the second episode, so, um, yeah, that was my CARP test. Okay, so, 
Um, so I've talked about all five of the, of the websites that I've found, and it's looking more like both through the um through the websites that I found that both of the um the top like the topics like sports drinks and Coca Cola or any other type of pop. Um, when you look at the sugar levels, they're both really not that healthier for you. But if we're looking at it a bit more, it just kind of says that sports drinks, maybe baby, maybe it may be a bit better, um, because they, um, because it's like it's still sugar except it has electrolytes, so it is helping you with um with actually gaining more um energy um and it keeps you up well, like but like when you uh drink pop then it's basically like a sugar rush and then you just crash so it looks like most of the sources or some of the sources are like looking toward that um and not coca-cola once again just because um as we saw in nutritionfacts.org topics um that soda um website it's talking about how there's how you can get like how it's contaminated with mercury sodium benazate um high fructose corn syrup calories are arterial function and it's like causes parallel to like those of um drug addiction it has been linked to cancer, the caramel coloring that's in it. It raises cholesterol levels. It's very low in antioxidants. So, yeah, those would like some of them. So, um, so yeah, so that is what it looks like. So that was my whole podcast. That was my whole podcast on whether you think Gatorade is actually healthier for you rather than pop when you look at the sugar levels. And I just want to add one little fun fact. That Gatorade was actually um, Gatorade was actually made in the lab in the University of Florida. So I just want to add that fun fact. And then Coca Cola was made somewhere else. But yeah, so that's the end of my podcast. Okay, so the third consideration of the um, episode um, or the podcast are sports drinks actually healthier than pop. So as I was saying, Leah Steakley is actually, um, she's the head of the Stanford Letter Project, and that helps them have users have end-of-life discussions, now, and that's now available for mobile devices. She talks about how studies show taking short walks may offset negative health impact of prolonged sitting. And she was on some uh, medicine X to uh, kickoff with a with a great focus called Great Expectations. So she's very good at this. And then it's like um, all of these things it's like in RX for sufficient burnout, sleep deprivation, stress among factors contributing to smoking, relapse after childbirth. So there's a lot. And so this article, and then I give an article because. Again, it is balanced and it's not biased. If they're trying to sell me something that I cannot really see it, it's not clearly stated, and so on. So this one, this says that this art, uh, article by Stanford says um, that in the study, subscription required researchers 
surveyed more than 15,000 middle and high school students in Texas about the consumption of various foods and beverages and the number of days or hours they engage in different activities. The results showed that teens, teens drank um, that teens drank sports drinks, oversized, and exercised harder and were more likely to eat healthy foods, but researchers said that there was still a cause concern for adolescents' consumption of the beverages. They wrote, the high level of consumption of sugar sweetened uh, beverages among adolescents has been generated considerable concern because of its potential to increase weight gain. It has been estimated that daily consumption of just 112-ounce can of soda or other sugar-sweetened beverage could lead to as much as 15-pound weight gain in one year. In the light of this figure, our findings relating to high prevalence and level of soda and other sugar-sweetened um, beverages consumption among um, among uh, 8th and 11th grade children are tripling. Approximately 10% of these children reporting consumed um, greater than three sodas on previous day. Average consumption of sugar sweetened uh, beverages all across the world is approximately 1.6%. This is likely an underestimate because the questions related to consumption did not include other beverages such as energy drinks or sweetened milk drinks which frequently contain high levels of sugar. So that's what that Okay, so this is basically the exact same podcast. Are sports drinks actually healthier than pop? This is actually the connecting episode from the one that is above this previously. So let's go on to the second episode. So, or the second website that I found. The second website that I found was a website from the Chicago Tribune. I gave that a full cart, and it was, but it was also made by Maria, Maria Scaper. I gave it a C because it, or no, I didn't give it a C because it was actually, or no, sorry, I did give it a C. I did give it a C because it was just updated a few months ago, to be exact, of, uh, May 11, 2019. Um, I don't really have to explain the A again because I just explained her. R and P for reliability and purpose for point of view. I gave it the exact, um, and so it was not biased, it was balanced, and if they were trying to sell me something, it was not clearly stated. Um, because they were just trying to tell me the facts. And then, um, also, it says that, it, so it says over here that for the Chicago Tribune, it says that, um, don't drink your calories, said Dardarian, who is another person that interviewed. A more positive message would be to eat the calories. Water and orange would provide 100% of the recommended dietary allowance for vitamin C for kids eight from ages uh, 4 to 18. Plus fiber, she said. Um, she also said that there are occasions where having sports drinks is appropriate, said Dardarian. Um, who's a cyclist planning for a 100-mile ride or a kid in a day-long soccer tournament might want to use sports drinks to stay hydrated. Um, they said that um, now researchers at Harvard University have found a small but significant increase in the weekly consumption of high-carbohydrate um, sports drinks among teens. The study, which appeared Monday in the journalist Pediatrics analyzed national data from 2010 and National Youth Physical Activity and Nutrition Survey in the 2015 Youth Risk and Behavior Survey. 
The researchers focused on teens because they were more likely to um, be younger to buy their own beverages. Okay, so that was that website. The third website that I found was a website um, called, well, that was called nutritionfacts.org. It was basically just about me. So that I gave it a C. I didn't give it a C and A. I just gave it an R and a P. Reliability and purpose or point of view was doubt, not bias. It was just telling me the facts. It was, and if it was trying to sell me something, then it was not. I would say that it was a C four. Um, I did not give it a C because it was pub uh, published like about a year, more than a year ago, and that is not a good timeline for me. Um, for an A, it said that it was published by a volunteer, by a volunteer named Linda. But there's something Linda on the world. But the facts on this say cola appears to raise cholesterol. Coca-Cola has been found to be very low in antioxidants. The caramel coloring used in many sodas have been linked to cancer, a finding which has led to changes in soft drink formulation in California. Colas also contain, contain phosphate add, additives, which appear to damage blood vessels, accelerate the aging process, and contribute to osteoporosis. Some Arabic found in some sodas is harmless, but sodium benzoate, also found in some sodas, is harmful. And high fructose corn syrup may be contaminated with mercury. Sugar and liquid forms such as soda is particularly unhealthy because our bodies don't seem to recognize the calories as much as when they are in solid form. This can lead to overreading. Uh, sugar can also impair arterial function. Evidence from PET scans suggests um, brain activity changes from the overconsumption of sugar that may be par parallel uh, to those of drug addiction. That was that one, and then the fourth um, website that I found was from the website um, Stanford.edu, which I gave a full um, cart to. I gave it a cart, or no, I did not give it um, a full cart because it was not recently um, done. It was done like a year ago. And um, I give it an A, though, because I could find a lot about the author. It was made by Stanford and one of their main teachers there. And one of their main teachers was... Okay, so I'm going to be doing an F um, a podcast on whether sources are actually healthier than thought. So I have collected five different sources and a few interviews. So let's go on to the interviews first, just to see what some people have to say. So... Um, Ava said, I feel like it would be healthier, the sports drinks, because it contains electrolytes, while pop just contains pure sugar. Christina said, I think Gatorade is healthier because of the electrolytes, no nutritional value in it because of all the carbonated substances in it. Emily says, uh, yes, I think sports drinks are healthier because Gatorade gives you energy, while in pop, there's just a bunch of sugar. And so, that, those are the interviews that I collected and, or the main interviews I collected, and, um, the five different sources that I chose were from New Zealand, from Chicago Tribune, uh, a website called nutritionfacts.org, and it's just basically just about nutrition facts for soda, and then, um, one from stanford.edu, or Stanford, and so that was that, and then, and then, so let's start with Nizella. So, the author that I found for Nizella was someone named Maria Schaefer. Maria Schaefer, I gave that, I got this thing a full cart, by the way. Maria Schaefer is, um, 
is like world renowned and her credentials are very high. Her um she has actually been found and she so she's a staff writer for Philadelphia Inquirer Health in Metro Philadelphia. And she's been seen in Philadelphia Inquirer, MSN, Chicago Tribune, the Toronto Star, New York Daily New York Daily News, Houston Chronicle, Seattle Times, The Star Malaysia, Fizz.org, Washington Times, Baltimore Sun, and more. And I give this one a C because it was updated. Um, no, no, sorry, I did. I give this one an art. Sorry, um, because this was actually updated or published on May twentieth, two thousand eighteen, and it hasn't been updated since then. And I needed to be updated because I, because scientists might have found different, um, different types of information and different discoveries since then. So, but what it says in here is um, that researchers at Harvard University of Massachusetts looked at how many sports drinks teens had each week. They found a small but significant increase in the weekly intake of high-carbohydrate sports drinks. Carbohydrates include sugar and other foods that provide energy. Certain kinds of carbohydrates, such as those found in foods like whole grain breads and vegetables, are healthier than others, like the sugars found in sports drinks. Um, so that's what that said, and then it also said the study, which was published on uh, Monday, May seventh, analyzed national data. It used information um, from the 2010 National Youth Physical Activity and Nutrition Survey and the 2015 Youth Risk and Behavior Survey. Since between 2007 and between 2015, there was a 7.6% drop in the number of youths reporting they drank a soda in the prior week. The data came from government centers for um, disease control and prevention. The Harvard study also found that 31% of teens consumed one to three sports drinks in the previous week. Um, about 12% reported having four to six drinks, which is a lot. Um, water is a better option. That's what they're saying over here. And then they're saying sports drinks contain a lot of sugar. There's no person. There's no purpose to consuming all of the carbohydrates in sports drinks. Carbohydrates are basically sugar, unless you are competing in a high-intensity game. She said, "They are not needed for high school soccer or softball practice." She said, "A 20-ounce bottle of, uh, of orange Gatorade has a hefty 34 grams of sugar. It also has 30 grams of carb, uh, 36 grams of carbohydrates, and 140 calories." Consume two or more sports drinks each week, and over a year can turn into extra pounds, said Dardarian, who was one of the people that was for this particular subject. And then taxes have, all, have um, actually helped people cut back on body meat, and that is what that article says. Um, then um, I give that in. R and a P also just because of the reliability and purpose of the point of view. Because it was a bias that always balanced and she's trying to solve something that it wasn't clearly stated at all.